you exercise your face when you talk and when you react and speak. Like, I don't know if you need to, like, make your eyebrows do do a plank. Do you know what I mean? I just don't know. (laughs) I just... Welcome to Girls With Goals. I'm Neve Marr. Thank you so much for joining us as usual. Well, lads, have I got a treat for you this week. We are bringing back the brilliantly breathtaking, beautifully bold and absolutely banging beauty guru that is Rebecca O'Keefe. Rebecca, how are you? That was quite the intro. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of alliteration. You love to see it. I love alliteration, as you know, and yeah, I proper Googled compliments that start with B just to make sure that I uh, absolutely smashed it. So how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so glad to be back. It's been a while. So this is a beauty episode. I believe that it is fully needed and incredibly long overdue. Um, I would say that you're, I'd say you're going to be proud of me, Rebecca, when we start talking about beauty, because we're in the third lockdown now. And I really have been trying my best to just get better at it. Skin in particular. And we're going to talk a little bit about skinimalism later on. We're going to talk about the comeback of blue eyeshadow. But first, I think we're going to get on to TikTok beauty trends first, because this is actually where I've been getting a lot of my beauty inspo and well, not TikTok. It's not TikTok because I haven't downloaded TikTok, but it's Reels and it's just the migration of TikTok over to Reels. Um, But it's where I get all my ideas from all the young, cool kids. So talk to me a little bit about TikTok trends when it comes to beauty and why it's just 100% blowing up at the moment. It pains me that you haven't downloaded it yet. Well, I have, but then I deleted it because I decided that I choose to live in the real world because it steals time from you. TikTok steals time. I've got nothing but time. <laughs> so I'm like, hook it to my veins. Now I lurk on TikTok. Like I have never made a TikTok. I've thought about making them and I'm like, no, I'm nearly 30. It's too tragic. <laughs> I live for it. Like it's like two or three in the morning. I'm not cliche. I feel like it's been memed where it's like just me in a dark room cackling to myself, watching TikToks at 2 a.m. Like, um, no, see, this is, I do. I need to sleep. So I don't I'm not going to have TikTok in my life. I just can't. I can't. But Reels is pretty much the same thing. So. Same thing yeah. Um, no, I don't know. It's just I don't know. Whatever way stunningly beautiful 16 year old girls manage to sell a mascara, I'm I'm buying it, baby. Like I just I yeah. think I bought like four or five products that I've seen go viral on TikTok already. And I think it's also because they're not ads, they're not sponsored. And it's like, you can kind of see them working. Like for the most part, they're like legit. Okay. So people believe them a little bit more when they're seeing people using them and when they're going viral. So I do think that this is the important part because there's a mascara in particular, and I need you to tell me what mascara it is, how you got your hands on it, when you started to see it go viral. And also does it work? Cause I've never had a Holy grail mascara. I've had lots of products that I repeatedly go back to that. I love mascara. I've never found one that I'm obsessed with. So talk us through this one in particular. I'm actually holding it in my paws right now. Oh, so it's called the Sky High Maybelline Mascara. And I mean, if you literally own a telephone, you've probably heard of it before. Um, I was and still am a sucker for the Too Faced Better Than Sex Mascara. It's the best selling mascara in the world, I believe. Um, Mm -hmm. She's expensive. 
So I have really fecky little eyelashes. So I was like, I need a cheaper alternative, particularly because like we're not going anywhere. So there's no point in spending 30 quid on a mascara. So I saw yeah. this bad boy and I was like, oh, Maybelline, lovely. I'll go online and buy it. And it was like trying to buy a Jesus kidney on the internet. You cannot get it. You cannot get it. <laughs> Honestly. Like, um, so I set up, God bless ASOS. I set up like a, you can set up like notifications on ASOS when something's out of okay. And it came, right. my phone like lit up. In the, I think I was having dinner with my parents and my phone lit up and I was like, nobody panic. And they were like, what's going on? <laughs> and I was like, it's back. And they were like, what's back? I was like, the mascara. And then my my parents being my parents were like, surely you have a thousand mascaras. I was like, you don't understand. I need this one. Um, so I got it. Um, it's the tits. I'm not going to. Okay, gonna- so. So this is the the Maybelline Lash Sensational Sky High Mascara. Super lengthening, super yeah. volumizing. The sky is no longer the limit. I see what they did there with Sky High <laughs> Mascara. So, so I see what they did. It's very clever. It's very clever. But like, why why is it the tits? What what does this deliver in terms of packing a punch that, you know, other mascaras don't? And to be honest with you, I feel like mascaras, we're getting into the territory of like, you know, it's different for everybody because yeah, it's you get the drop off. You know, there's the whole: is it waterproof? Does it give you long, full lashes, or does it look like there's 85 spider legs chilling out above your eyes? I mean, like, why is it so great? So it's definitely not the correct thing to say, but it's kind of got almost like a gluey consistency. Okay, it like clings to your lashes. That would be my only drawback is that it's a nightmare to get off, which is probably a good thing. So there's no like fallout. You don't get the panda eyes, which I am very grateful for because I suffer from them very badly. Yeah. Um, And it kind of just makes them look really full and like pushes them up. I don't know. Now, I have not curled my lashes before using it yet. And I feel like everyone does that, Mm -hmm. which probably make them even more kind of like like longer, almost like the effect of when people get their, um, a lash lift, you know, that like eyelash yeah. when they just kind of stick up, I think just it, the consistency of it being quite tacky makes them stick up and almost like, it's like, eye, it's like eyelash cement. Okay. So, yeah. and also the other thing that I find interesting is that everybody used to just get their eyelashes done, you know, myself included. So, I mean, we all used to just have the the false lashes that were applied, whether it was mink or whatever, just to kind of avoid having to deal with mascara in yeah. general. Um, but that's out the window, obviously, because everything is closed down. So it does feel like people are kind of coming back a little bit to, I suppose, more of the traditional beauty. And we're kind of going to talk about this now, just in terms of the less is more approach, like this is the whole skinimalism thing that I've been yeah. seeing recently. As in, it's not even just about trying to get the kind of dolphin skin and dolphin look of like, I've just emerged from the water and this is how I look. Oh, does it look like my my lips are highlighted? That's because it's natural. None of it is natural. But of course, it's kind of like, what can we do to achieve a minimalist look? But it kind of makes a lot more sense when it comes to skincare because if you use 85 different skincare products on your skin, your skin's just going to freak out and be like, here, what are you doing to me? So like, what do you think about this? And I mean, you actually don't even wear that much makeup normally. Pre-pandemic, you weren't a makeup gal. 
I uh, started Skinimalism. No, I'm only joking. Um, I've always been a fiend for skincare, though. Um, and I like keeping, because I love putting makeup on. I really, really do. But yeah. I like it. I feel like I like it so much that I want to enjoy it. And I don't want it to be a chore. So for the most part, unless I'm going out, which obviously, what's that? Um, I don't really wear makeup. Uh, I'm a sucker for BB cream. That will be, that will be, Clinique Clinique do this BB gel cream thing. It like comes out on your hand looking like a moisturizer. And when you put it on, it just kind of like adjusts itself to your skin tone and gives you a glow. And I'm weak for that. Um, And this is the thing, like it is, it is one of those things. So the actual term was coined by Pinterest and it's, it's all about embracing your natural skin and like super minimal makeup if you need it. So again, it's definitely targeted towards, you know, people who potentially don't remember the Spice Girls first track, you know, that kind of way, like if you've got younger skin, it's going yeah. to be easier to look yeah. this natural. So yeah. it makes sense since like, obviously many of us are wearing a lot less makeup at the moment and spending more time on skincare. But I suppose like there are other things that are going around as well, like face yoga exercises mm-hmm. and things like this. I mean, have you bought into that? Do you be the working face. out on your face? The face yoga cracks me up because it reminds me I, I have never done face yoga but you know what it reminds me of do you remember when the Kardashians bought that contraption to like attach to their face to like exercise their double chin yes yes I enjoyed that so many times nearly bought that little device but I mean I have a jade roller I don't know yeah. if I necessarily see the point to it I think I I think it's a gimmick um, yeah. like there are loads of muscles in your face but like you exercise your face when you talk and when you react yeah. to speak. like mm-hmm. I don't know if you need to like make your eyebrows do do a plank do you know what I mean I just don't know <laughs> I just I think it might be this like gimmicky people are trying to sell like those gua sha like little rock things you know they're like that massage your face and stuff. like it's very relaxing yeah I have to say now, nice. I tried the gua sha the gua sha does work. Like you look at one side of your face directly after gua shaing, and if you yeah. haven't done it on the other side, there is a difference. But like if you pull your skin up aggressively for yeah. a continued period of time, it's going to look different. I suppose like how long does it stay there for would be the next question. But I mean, yeah. before we move on to a little bit more kind of makeup and stuff like that, I do have a few skincare pieces that I that I've been using in no particular order. And again, don't come for me because I'm afraid of people who are so into skincare and who are like, you're not doing this the right way. But anyway, I do cleanse and I've started to cleanse with the skin made clean and care oil. So I was actually sent this by Ivana Breen and she, uh, she did it and it's specifically for my skin, which is combination skin. And basically you take a little piece of the oil and it's suitable to go on dry skin, which I love. So yeah. you warm it up with your hands and then you put it straight onto the skin and you cleanse it. And like, I just find it, I find it really, really cleanses, but I also find that it's not massively stripping as a cleanser. Yeah. Like I, I used to use the Glossier cleanser and to be honest with you, like I, it proper broke me out sometimes. Jelly. Like jelly. the jelly one, like it literally really did like my skin would be sensitive and at times I would have a red rash after I used that one so I know and I know that Glossier kind of goes for the whole like we're chilled and we we don't like rip your skin apart but no the jelly cleanser for me I can't use it anymore so the skin made one I really like because it's quite gentle and then I have a La Mer (laughs) 
snacks out of you, Mark. <laughs> I have the La Mer um, Concentrate Serum, which I use as well. But to be honest with you, I can't tell if that's doing anything. It just smells delightful and I love yeah. how expensive it is. Um, and then I use an Alex Steiner Sleep Spa at night for my eyes, which I just oh, put nice. on religiously, yeah. which is like an every night eye mask. And then again, I use um, a Glossier Priming Moisturizer and then I use to wrap it all up. What's the stuff that you have as well? It's a Glossier Lip Gloss stuff. Oh. Um, bomb.com baby bomb.com i use the bomb.com and i use that in rose flavored on my lips and yeah i just feel like a, a skincare goddess when i use all those products right, that's, but, that's an impressive um, vinyl <laughs> yeah if you notice there's no exfoliator so i kind of like because i just found that i was actually ripping my skin apart so yeah. you should get a gentle exfoliator in the form of like a toner yeah, that's why yeah. nine times out of ten I will exfoliate just with a toner after I wash my face. And see, this Drop is it. Like I, do, like I would do grainy, yeah. sandy. Take, they'll strip. They'll rip the skin off you. But they'll rip the skin off. And then I, an acidy toner that'll do the job. Yeah. And then I would use um, the number seven advanced retinol, 1.5% complex night concentrate, and I use that about three times a week. I don't go mad on the retinol, but. Yeah. Do you put an SPF on after you use your retinol? Sorry, I also have an SPF that I use because, my God, we can't talk about skincare without talking about that. I would use, um, again, it's a Skin Made. Yeah. Uh, all the shout outs for, for Skin Made in this episode. But it is a Skin Made SPF that I use. Again, I put it on and it doesn't, I just, it's it's oily, but it doesn't like make me completely oily because my skin would get oily throughout the day anyway. And with SPS, that's what I find with most of them. They just become oily throughout the day and I don't have time for that. In my I, life. Hate, I hate SPF, but I use it, but I don't like, it's actually, I think that like when you break it down to like the like raw material, actual SPF is really like, like a funny molecule for want of a better term. I know. And I do sometimes get confused about like where you're supposed to put stuff as well. Like as in what, what not where I know where you're supposed to put stuff, but like in what order. So, um, but yeah, that's kind of like the skincare stuff that I'm using in terms of makeup, uh, obviously not going out anywhere. So absolutely no interest or desire to put on a huge amount of makeup these days. But I do want to say that I have been looking at a few trends that are happening and blue eyeshadow is coming back. It's so funny. In my granny, will be, my granny will be delighted. Like, yeah. Do you remember? Like, I remember my granny used to wear blue eyeshadow and like a real, like icy pink lipstick. Mm. That was that was the vibe. So it's not nineties. It's not noughties. We're going further back. Like blue eyeshadow is eighties. It one hundred percent is. Yeah, it's a bold color blocking. I mean, like blue, yes, but probably in other forms too. I feel like people are wearing like purple and yellow and orange and like mad shit. I know, but like, would you wear blue eyeshadow no. of a Zoom call? Do you no. know what I mean? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know if it would suit me. I'm quite pale. It wouldn't be for me. I have um. I feel like if you've got a lovely tan or like sallowy skin, it, it might pop. Whereas I'd just look like a like a bargain basement Elsa. You know? <laughs> But I think if you're like darker skin tones, it probably looks stunning. But I just it yeah work for me. So I I really do want to dip my toe into this. And there's actually a Glossier blue eyeshadow that's called Skywash, which is one of their okay. you know the ones that they 
it's just one of their wand things yeah. you know, on the Glossier website. Like everything, they just apply everything with like one slick and it's done. It would probably take me longer. Um, but it's kind of like a lighter one. And I'm into it. And I feel like it's coming from a little bit of maybe, do you remember the latest season of The Crown where everybody was just obsessed with Diana? And I knew yeah. that there's, I know that there's a new Diana movie coming out as well. And like, I mean, she was just 80s personified with the hair and everything. Although I would prefer it if the hair didn't make a massive comeback but then the 70s hair is back you I feel like you dipped your toe into blue eye, eye makeup before I, I remember you wearing like a blue liquid eyeliner at one point do I this was eyeliner yeah I did because I mean I've got brown eyes so yeah. it's tough to find a color that matches poop really <laughs> it's just hard it is my Don't eyes are the color your eyes and it's <laughs> I'm definitely going to be editing that out. Okay, so talk us through a few other TikTok trends or just beauty trends in general that you've been obsessing over throughout the three lockdowns in the past year of our lives. I feel like I have been chasing the like salon high for the last year. Like I've been trying to do all the stuff I get done myself. So I've like been tinting my own eyebrows, which was a journey. Um, I bought the tint and I had done it before but I bought this new tint and it just it was hilarious I didn't put it on like properly so my eyebrows were like different colors and different patches but we got there in the end um I bought a derma blade which I'm obsessed with you know those things that take like the fluff off your face they're like basically yes the little like little face basically on. little razor blade yeah yeah I bought one of them and I actually use that now to like for to do my eyebrows um which I enjoy because it's just not as painful like there's no pain attached to it you're not plucking hair by hair it just kind of I don't know I mean it's basically I'm shaving my face like a man but it it's a pink little razor so it's it's nice um and that also makes your skin when you put makeup on it makes you look airbrushed it's such a nice finish because you've no like like we all have that kind of just like layer of fluff on our on our face do you know yeah absolutely well I mean real skin has texture as well real skin has pore and I think yeah. that that's important to remember yeah. although obviously you know it's it's nice to have that airbrush look as well I mean my pores you can see them from space yeah so. one thing one thing I like I've really been like I've been like very into my freckles so I freckled loads last summer and I they haven't gone away and I'm like they're adorable and I must show them to the world so I try not to I try not to put any make like I don't I haven't worn foundation in over a year because I'm like no because that just covers your kind of like like you said like almost the texture of your skin yeah that's it like I I feel like everybody has a little less uh I mean they're less tolerant for it now as well because they just know that it's really not realistic so there's there's absolutely no point and Camille have you dabbled in anything lippy I (laughs) Do you are see you the way I set that up? Are you referring to the picture I sent you yesterday? Yes, I would like you to tell people what you've been doing. And can I just actually, I'm going to do a word of warning before we, this is in no way recommended. Please do not try this at home. Rebecca O'Keefe really enjoys beauty, but she, I do not, I do not condone. Continue. I just got curious. <laughs> okay. So I was on TikTok naturally and I was watching this like I think she's like 17, 18 year old English girl being like, oh, I have this great trick to plump my lips up. 
it should be noted, like I don't have tiny lips. Like it's, I'm very grateful for that. Like, and I've never wanted fillers. They look great on some people. I just don't think they're for me, but I was like, well, fuck this. I'm going to try this. So I got a little bowl and I mixed cinnamon with cinnamon oil. And I basically like smeared it on my face and left it there for 15 minutes. And what was the result? So this is the thing, right? Like, okay, my lips were a little bit plumper. Of course they were, because I irritated them. Yeah, like, you're actually just like, this is it. like I, I was reading through the comments because her lips, in fairness, were massive to the point where I was like, I don't know if that's real. Um, but I was reading through the comments and someone just wrote, "It's called an allergic reaction, babe." Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Holly, you're just irritating your skin to get to get results. The only thing I will say is though that all those lip plumping like lip glosses and lipsticks all have cinnamon oil in them. Right. So, like I see the merit, but it's like no, but they're created in a lab. So there's like yeah. testing and stuff. Cause whatever it does, it it's it like irritates your skin. So the blood basically is drawn to the surface of your lips, creating this like plumped effect. Yeah. And Amir, what do you, what do you think about like that look in general? I mean, are you, cause you do, you've got, you've got really big lips, but like, do you, are you into that look of the filler look? I mean, it's almost become the norm now. It's almost like if you don't have filler in your lip, then you're the yeah. exception rather than the rule. And that's not, I mean that like in the most respectful way possible. Yeah. I just, a lot of people in particular on the beauty world, you'd be hard pushed now to find somebody who has natural lips in the beauty world. Yeah, I mean, I remember I've, I've a good few people have been like, I've, I've been offered filler and I've always turned it down purely because I'm also like, I don't need that kind of pain. It's not like a, I don't think I'm above filler. Like I, like yeah. if, it, if you could guarantee that it was pain, I'd give it a whirl. I've uh, heard it's painful. Yeah, I've never no, had it, but I've heard it's painful. It looks so painful. I know it's normal criminal, but it just looks really aggressive. Um, I'm kind of of the opinion when it comes to filler and any kind of I mean in beauty enhancement stuff I'm like do you know what if it brings you joy and makes you feel more confident have at it just don't take the pace don't put yourself into in a position where you're like overdoing it and hurting yourself do you know that way like some girls have to like who was it that got there was it someone like their lip exploded or something was one of the they literally reached like filler capacities and I'm like, that, yeah. that's insane. But if you have a complex about your tiny lips and getting filler will make you feel more confident, I back it. Do you know? That's it. I mean, I feel like everybody has the right to do what they want to do. Absolutely. But at the same yeah. time, I I would be I would be concerned about the pain level, just having yeah. talked to people who have had it before. That would be my only concern, to be honest with you, because when I smile, my top lip disappears entirely. So... <laughs> It's just one of those things, like same yeah. thing that happens to my mom. You know, it's just like a, yeah. a thing. It's a genetic thing. Just don't have a top lip. And like, it just, it does bother me. I would actually, I'd love to have big old juicy lips, but I can't deal with the pain of it, to be honest. I have a jar, I have a jar of cinnamon here I can bring the next time. Oh, I Rebecca. See. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you so much. So I'm horrible. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, I'm pro- probably going to leave that one now. Um, but I, I wanted to say as well, just in terms of that kind of, you know, doing things that make you happy, I saw a trend that was going around and we wrote about it on site actually. And it was about how Gen Zers were, uh, 
making themselves look really tired as a beauty trend. Mm. So like they were actually getting kind of a burgundy lipstick and drawing on under eye bags. Um, And it was kind of just, it was one of those lip syncing videos to start with, but then a lot of other people were doing it. And I saw that. And when I say it made me happy, I was like, Yes, being tired is actually a beauty trend now. And so that means that I am on trend. But I mean, I saw it got a little bit of backlash and I don't know. I don't know what the point of it was originally, but like, I think it was just a bit of crack and maybe going for kind of the, I suppose you could look at the, you could look at the, yeah, grunge. You could look at the nineties and be like, well, that was all heroin chic. People were basically trying to look as if they were addicts. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's the first thing that came to my mind when I saw it. I was like, oh, she's trying to make herself look almost like gaunt yeah like like gaunt and maybe a little bit grungy I literally just reminded me of like every Sunday morning I've ever woken up at a festival you know I was getting that real aggressive Edward Cullen vibes off it too there was like a vampire feel to it that I was like okay she's I think there is definitely a difference in in creating those kind of chic under eye bags and genuinely having them yeah I'm sure there were like mums with babies under two that were like is she fucking for real <laughs> yeah like that's about she also she also just looked beautifully well rested as yeah. well but i i do think that she she came out then and she was talking about well this is the girl who started it came out then and was talking about how actually she was highlighting the fact that she has bags herself and it's not about you know, wanting to have them. It's more so about you shouldn't feel like you need to cover them because they are a completely natural part of what people look like. And that's kind of going back to the whole skinimalism thing. Like people have bags yeah. under their eyes because we're knackered. I'm tired. Yeah. So tired, this of this is... shit. <laughs> tired of this shit. I don't know um, about glorifying it though and like enhancing them. I'm kind of like, that's a weird flex now. Like, yeah. like I can't, but you know, there are teenagers now that are like, oh, I'll look really cool. I'm going to draw on my eye bags. It's like, hmm. Yeah. You don't really have like, just wait a decade and yeah. you'll have them. You'll have them for free. Yeah. You don't have to worry. Um, go on before to, I let go on you in Ireland for five minutes and you'll develop eye bags. <laughs> before I let you go back, I want to ask, um, yeah, we haven't like we haven't heard from you obviously because you've been off doing your own thing. So how have things been going for you in in life? Great. I mean, I started a new job and 2 days later a global pandemic hit. So that was fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you've um, been remote the whole time. Yeah, remote the whole time. Which do you know what? I mean, I'm in a lot better situation than so many people like I have I'm living at home with my parents so I have like my own office I actually leave my bedroom for work which I feel like is a novelty for so many of my friends because they work in their bedroom like um, and I mean it's fine like what else can you do I suppose I'm great I know and you and you're still like obviously you were the beauty editor here before you moved on and we've like 100% missed having you but like obviously the passion that you have for beauty is still very much there and you're continuing with it, of course. Yeah, I've been trying to kind of keep up even on just like doing bits for social media and like obviously chatting away to you and stuff like that. So I'm kind of, yeah. I'm not planning to um, turn my back on the industry because I'm obsessed, obviously. It's all I talk about. Um, I know. And this is the thing. So like from your... um. From your place of knowledge and from your expertise, if we're looking at, because we kind of touched on a few different trends there, what do you think is going to be massive in the beauty world 
in this coming year, in the year that we're all still at home, but I think we're probably going to be allowed out at some stage. Do you think that when everybody like, can you imagine when we're all back in the pub, like what are people going to look like? I feel like it's going to be back to full face of makeup because people will be so excited to just get ready to just do themselves up blue eyeshadow everything yeah I mean I think that um makeup artists are gonna have a boom once the uh world returns to normal because everyone's gonna be like you know the way when you were like you'd get your makeup done for like special occasions I feel like every occasion will now be a special occasion um mm-hmm. i do think though that there's more of an it like people have become so much more comfortable in their like natural skin just even from like zoom calls and facetimes and like going everyone's going for walks and stuff so i'm kind of hoping that people start paying more attention to that and look after their skin better because they're more comfortable showing it so they're putting more like love and attention into it like I'm always kind of a believer in spend your money on your skincare not your makeup if you have to choose yeah absolutely Um, also I mean like we forget like those masks are a killer I know I know the mask me the mask me like I uh I was having awful trouble particularly at Christmas you know when we were all briefly allowed into restaurants for six minutes before the country closed down again um (laughs) you know you've got a full face of makeup on and then you're putting a mask on and off on top of it it's just like a build-up of crap. Yeah. So I feel like there's probably going to be a bit more of a trend of like clearing solutions and like spot treatments for people that have never actually had spots before, but all of a sudden because of the masks, they maybe do. Yeah, 100%. And I think that that's really good advice. I think like in terms of skin and beauty, you know, I think that there's a few things that we can all take away from it. Like I think be sure to like understand what the item is and what it's actually intended to do. You know, the way you can get like brightening and it doesn't necessarily mean that a product is going to fade dark spots. And if the brand doesn't call out dark spots specifically, it's really important that you know that as well. Another tip that I got, which has really kind of changed my routine would be limiting the active ingredients. So like you don't need a cleanser, toner, serum and moisturizer all with like acne fighting ingredients, you know, like you can kind of, you can limit them a little bit. And then as well, like the biggest thing that kind of changed my skincare would be talking to a professional like honestly talking to somebody who really knows skin and even having an online consultation these days can properly the skin nerd is fantastic for that and they do um online consultations they're absolutely unreal I mean and that's the thing because like sometimes it is about the fact that there's so much I mean look at everything that we've spoken about in the last 30 minutes you know there's just so much information out there pile on top of that all the TikTok trends which you Rebecca completely (laughs) fall into because you've been like waitlisted for a mascara for the last three months but don't run out and buy everything that you think you need like maybe take a moment and think about it but at the same time like if you want to buy something just buy it sure like it brings you joy in a pandemic spend the 11 quid on the mascara exactly if it brings you to, was it 11 also, is that all it was 11 quid I mean it's for free <laughs> oh my free. days love that yeah. Rebecca O'Keefe it's been an absolute pleasure catching up will you please come back and talk to us about some beauty sooner let's not leave it a full year and a global pandemic before we speak again absolutely anytime baby <laughs> okay thanks <laughs> Rebecca O'Keefe we will chat to you again soon and thank you all for listening we'll chat to you next week bye folks